Town Pub podcast. It's going to be a bit of a unique one, this one, because it's just me. Uh, I'm Gav. I do all the Shewar stuff. Uh, no one's bottled out tonight of doing it. Uh, everybody used to say other commitments with family and work and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, what a game. I don't really know where to start. And obviously, because it's just me, it would be nice to have some comments coming up and have a little bit of interaction with you all and all that malarkey. Uh, well, let's go for it from the start, really. First goal, no idea what we were doing, defending. Thought the keeper could have done better. Set the back could have done better. And like I say, the first half hour was pretty much appalling really uh from there i think we was pretty much shit for about the first 35 minutes or about, about the first 30 minutes don't know whether it's a change of formation or a change of whatever but we got the goal and to be fair it was well played by martinelli he done well got the you know done well twice got a decent ball over it was a good header by lacazette Brett, do you think this is going to be AFTV spin-off, mate? Just turn your Facebook off now, son. <laughs> I've got Arsenal, not Luton, mate. Right, anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I thought Lacazette had a decent decent head on the ball, really. Uh, so, one all. Then 2-1, 3-1, 4-1. I mean, the, the keeper, no idea. No idea why we bought him. Uh, it looks like he's won a prize from the junior gunners to play in goal for the evening and that's being kind really the free kick that just slipped through his fingers was a joke as well uh, City's third clearly offside first half users or however you pronounce his bloody name sticking his fingers into somebody's face on another day, that would have been, at that point, 2-1 and City playing most of the game with 10 men. Uh, but, again, I, I don't get it. VAR, if that was a league game, it was VAR. But because it was a League Cup game, there's no VAR. Not that I particularly like VAR, but you can see that what VAR, VAR would have picked up today would have changed. I wouldn't say it would have changed the result or changed the outcome, uh, but it certainly wouldn't have been the hiding that we got, and it certainly would have been a, a bit of a different game if they had 10 men, and it certainly would have been a different game if it was 2-1. And... So, yeah, so two keeping errors, defensive error, an offside goal, and that's our luck at the moment. I just feel that that's our luck. Brett, mate, if, you're gonna, if you just want to fucking slag me off, mate, piss off. Uh, it's my opinion, mate. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I ain't blaming anybody. I'm just telling you how it is. I'm telling you how the facts are. Uh, but, yeah, it just is what it is, really. I don't think we was particularly brilliant. Well, we weren't particularly brilliant. Uh, five at the back certainly didn't work. We looked a lot better with four at the back. 
Cedric for their uh, third goal, even though it was offside. Uh, you can see, I mean, if you go back and watch it, you see Lacazette, he's pointing to him, go with the runner, go with the runner, and he didn't. So, no idea uh, with regards to that. So, yeah, no idea what Cedric's doing as a right-back, to be fair. He didn't offer anything all game. The only players that I've really got a good word to say about, uh, Martinelli. Uh, but, I mean, it was obvious from that challenge, there's no way in the world he was coming back on in the second half. At least he gave it a go. But, I'd say, the minute he went into a challenge, that was him. Yeah. Make the Niles did his job. Willock did his job. Pepe, when he come on, no idea. No idea with Pepe anymore. Uh, he had one decent little move towards the end of the game. And apart from that, I can't think what he did for the, for the other 40 minutes of the game, to be fair. I really don't have no idea what, what he does as a player and what he brings to us as a player. Uh, Lacazette was half decent in spells. Smith Rowe looked lively when he came on. But that was it. Like I say, Tobias didn't look... Again, I'm losing patience with Tobias, to be fair. But I'm losing patience with all of them, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, but anyway... Give me some thoughts and we'll go from there. Like I say, I don't want to really drag this out too long because I am on my own. And P, I want to start getting in a good mood to try and celebrate Christmas as opposed to talking about that. Bradley, DA, Fish Saunders, Pepe, worth 72, not worth 72p, let alone 72 million. Nickelin worth play the kids. And I'll be honest with you, Nick, I was a bit disappointed more with the kids didn't start the game to be fair uh, I thought our passing especially in the first half was slow sloppy our whole build-up play was slow and sloppy and yeah bear with me Just seeing we had 43% of the ball. Woohoo! Alright. I don't think we're going to get relegated, but I mean, this really should be the kick up the arse that the Cronkies need to invest in the squad. Oh god, I've just seen, the, I've just seen that free kick again, and oh, no way. I feel sorry for him, but I don't. I mean, that was just absolutely appalling. Absolutely, absolutely appalling. I disagree with you there, Scott Euston. I don't know what Cedric brings to it at all. Really don't. I thought he was miles out of position for the third goal. Uh, that was his runner that he should have been with, and he was about 10 metres up the pitch. But, I mean, apart from that, you could pull out literally everybody that played tonight and not have too much of a good word to say about it. Andy Gunnar, I 
I just think there's at least three teams that are worse than us, and we're getting. We need we need we need a dodgy win. We need a win where we win one nil and the ball goes in off somebody's backside, and to kickstart us. And we're just on this unbelievable run of playing badly and at the same time getting bad decisions against us and fluky goals against us and stupid red cards against us and that just don't help matters and i mean everybody like let's be honest like i say there's i don't know how many of you are reading the chat at the moment nobody thought we was going to win tonight i mean we played a complete second string team against man city team which probably cost more to assemble than the whole of our squad. I mean, I've, like I say, I was going to, well, I could, someone can will work it out, I'm sure, but the main city team that started was worth a hell of a lot more than our first team that normally starts. But, you know, that, that's by and by. Uh, I didn't think we'd, no matter what team we put out tonight, we would have won. So, I would have played a lot more of the younger kids, started a lot more of them. Started Badigan, started Smith Rowe, started Maitland-Nold in the middle of the pitch. It just don't seem worth it to persist with players that are not good enough to play for Arsenal. So and players that are possibly not going to be with us in a year's time. I mean, it's very, very doubtful, and I'm obviously hoping this, but Mustafi won't be with us next season. So what's the point in playing him? I don't get it. And it'd be nice to get in a position where we get to some sort of mid-table stability and our set can just simply concentrate on the players that are going to be with us next season because we've just got too many. We've just got too much rubbish. And we're playing the rubbish too much. And that's down to our set Um I don't think he should go. Um, if he goes, the new manager's only got exactly the same squad, more or less. Look, got Emery sacked, and then got Arteta sacked. And then we've got to pay Arteta and all these staff off. And then you've got a new manager coming in. Is he going to get the funds? And I'd like to see if anyone's getting the funds to strengthen the squad. It should be our tower. I mean, he, he proved in a short space of time that by winning the FA Cup, look, you can do it. But I just think that there's too many players that aren't good enough. And you've got that core of players 
who aren't playing, who are at the training ground, who it, it can't be good. It can't be good to have, you know, the the Ozzo, et cetera, et cetera, at the training ground every day amongst the other players. It must be bringing the players down. So, I mean, I'd, I'd really be at the point now where it's the players that he doesn't want, that Arteta doesn't want in the squad in January. Oh, hold on. No, I was wrong. It was Fernie Dino who smacked Sabayos in the face twice. That was missed by VAR. Well, missed by the rest because there was no VAR tonight, obviously. Uh, but, like I say, if one of our players done that, odds on it is going to be a straight red. Anyways, yeah, no, I just don't get it. I don't get why there's players around the, the squad and players around the training grounds that aren't playing. And the players that are going to be leaving the end of the season, if they're not going to play, just keep them away from the first team squad. Just keep them miles and miles away from the first team squad. You know, put them on garden leave. Pay their contracts up. Let them sit at home. Let them play Fortnite or whatever they do. But having them around can't be good it just i just don't see any it's only negative there's no benefit from that whatsoever uh anyway i think i've covered most things uh let's go through some of the uh comments uh, a few people talking about Allegri coming in. I don't think it's not going to happen. Uh, Steve Cooper, written off that game off but before after. Uh, ben Sider needs time to build a squad that he wants. Can't build a squad without money. If he was to go, who's going to come in? Only Allegri is out there with any without a team. We need to give a both a chance in another transfer window with some money and opportunity to get rid of the Deadwood. Which I agree there. Uh, the biggest shame of it all uh, is that five, six years ago, Wenger should have gone and Klopp should have come in. Klopp, Klopp would have loved to have come to the Arsenal at the time. Uh, who knows whether it would have worked out how it's worked out for them at Liverpool, but like I say, going, going back five, six years, uh, but unfortunately, Wenger stayed on and on and on. That would have been a time to have brought Klopp in to, to do so. Uh, but yeah, I guess my, uh, like a few of you, the biggest worry we've got is if anything happens to Leno, <laughs> we are in like bad trouble with that kid being our, uh, well, I'm calling him a kid, apparently he's 25, uh, he looks about 12, but, and plays like it as well, in fact, well, I a lot of 12-year-olds probably play a lot of it, you know, a lot better than that anyway, uh, but we do need a keeper in this transfer window, they do need to find an experienced, old head, you know, go out there and get a free transfer on a 34, 35-year-old keeper and because if anything happens to Leno at the moment, we are in serious, serious bad trouble. 
Uh, yeah, like I say, that, that keeps us cost us one or two goals tonight. But mm. anyway, seventy percent Andrew Brown, seventy percent of the squad need to go. Time for Neil Warnock, Daniel Parker, Lukey Holland. Ooh. I'm not sure I'd want them. Uh, Jack Butland, good shout. But like I say, we just need a keeper that's not going to cost us any money. Because we all know we need the money on a, an attacking midfielder type player. Uh, and see if a dude can pull any magic stunts off this, this January. And, you know, we're in the same boat as we was at the end of the summer transfer window. We knew then we needed an attacking midfielder and we knew then we've got three or four players in the squad that are not wanted. So they've had all of that time since then to uh, sort that out and haven't bothered. Uh, I'm Dean, I'm probably a few, a minute or two behind you. I've got Pep doing his interview at the moment, but I won't turn it on. I don't really want to listen to what I said have to say. I really don't. Anyways, uh, yeah, unless anybody's got any other comments, I think I've exhausted myself with as much as I want to speak about that game in total, but I made a promise at the beginning of the season that we would do one of these whilst we're in lockdown. Uh, the others have been quite good, to be fair. Uh, there's normally two or three of us on, sometimes four of us on. We have a chat, talk a bit of serious and have a bit of a laugh. Which predominantly would what you'd do after the game, either back at the pub or on the way home or whatever. So he's trying to put some sort of normality uh, into it. And obviously we've paid for the stream yard. I'm not paying for something, they're not bloody using it. <laughs> How does that sound, eh? Uh, Dean, here's a question. Those that are still on, how about you answer this? I'll bring us all back into the fold in January. I'd love to hear everybody else's opinions and read everybody else's opinions on that, but my opinion is play Smith Rowe. That's, that's my opinion. I, but I didn't really understand why Smith-Rowe wasn't starting tonight. Uh, you sure saw what he, he gave us when he came on, uh, which was a lot more than any other of our midfielders did all game. Uh, and like I say, the conundrum again as well is Martinelli playing very, very well down the left. I'd set a liking to play Abba down the middle. Where does that put Saka? Does Saka then start playing down the white? Or does Saka play behind the front three? It's an interesting conundrum. But I think I've set a Mr. Trick tonight. He had the opportunity. I think we more or less had a hide into nothing tonight. We could have played our, our best 11. Played the game of our lives and probably still lost. Uh, so he should have done, used it to experiment 
and that would have been for me starting with Smith Rowe. In fact, I probably would have had a midfield of Maitland Niles, Willock, and Smith Rowe. Just play them. Just play them. Exactly. Like, like Dominic saying in, in the chat, play Smith Rowe that pass to Wacker. Why does no why does no why does no one else do that? <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, and there was even like I think it was right at the end when Pepe had his one decent moment of the half. And why is he not getting in the positions to get ball like that all game? And I'm fed up with Pepe getting the getting ball behind him or ball you know, when he's facing our goal. He's not going anywhere with that. He's really not. He needs more balls over the top. He needs to run in. He needs to find space. And it was only once we had three or four of the young kids on the pitch that it started to look like we was making space and making runs. And that's what we need at the moment. And, yeah, my solution at the moment is Smith Rowe. It, it really is. I don't know why he didn't get a chance for the full 90 minutes tonight. I really, really don't. Daryl Kane, I'll read this. Shit, shit and more shit. We ain't in the big top six no more. People wake up and realise our football is shocking. We have a greedy yank prick who's more interested in funding a shit NFL team and nothing into Arsenal. He's just a parasite. Well... I can't say anything against that, really, because I've been saying similar myself for the best part of 10 years. Uh, it was, you know, we got the wrong horse. That's what happened. David Dean got two, two billionaires in, and unfortunately the wrong ones won. And you can't tell me that two whether it's Stan or Josh that is in charge of the club and even with all this modern technology with Zoom and team meetings and all that malarkey, you can't tell me you can run a business and a sporting club the size of Arsenal when you're not there. So like Daryl, I say worse. So... I mean, you know, you don't want, and I don't think anybody wants an owner that is particularly vocal and getting too involved. But we've actually got the reverse. We've got an owner who isn't involved at all. Uh, and we'll see what happens in the future with regards to how much money has been put into the club, whether it's been put into his back pocket or whether or not the club, well, basically us, have to pay him back and whether or not we have to pay him back with interest. Uh, so that's a, another interesting one. But like I say, I've got no time whatsoever for the Cronkies. It, it, I just don't see how it works. I don't see how, how it can ever work. I mean, it's not like we have a bad game or a bad run of results and he turns up at the training ground and puts his face around the place. He can't do that. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, he's going to make a Zoom, you know, make a Zoom call, make a team call or, or whatever. And no matter who we have as manager, 
that ultimately is the biggest problem that's preventing Arsenal Football Club from doing well. You know, like I say, we've got nowhere near winning the league title since Conky's been involved in the club as one of the uh, as the leading shareholder and as owner, and we're only getting worse. Webster, Webster Parker, Webster Red and White Parker, Liverpool run by Americans, it's working for them. Unfortunately, Wenger's legacy lives on. Hmm. That's the thing, it's whether or not the Cronkies are running us because it's just another part of their sporting enterprise and their sporting portfolio, or are they running us because they want success? I mean that's that's the big one, and you're not going to get any support. No, you're never going to find me saying a decent word about the Cronkies or Ibrahimovic, who screwed us up for a while. Uh, Daz Williams, if we were to go in the transfer window in January, what position are you going for? I think we need a hold-up man, someone good in the air, similar to Giroud. Mm. Well, like I said, does a good job at holding it up, but then he don't get in the box as much, and we're firing over thirty odd crosses a game, but too many of them are too high, and we haven't got a big man in there in the area to to whack it down. But by the way that I said I wants to play, I couldn't see Giroud play or a taller lower player playing in that position uh, and being able to you know run about as much as, as anybody else it's very very weird right I'm going to turn this off in exactly three minutes because everybody's getting bored with listening to my voice anyway uh, Mike Bullock I honestly see us getting anything at Brighton or West Brom uh, we don't, even when we're playing well, we don't tend to do well at Brighton. So when we're playing badly, that's an issue as well. Uh, like I, said, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. We've got Chelsea on Boxing Day. Hopefully we can pull a little bit of magic off, really. We beat them in the cup final. When we shouldn't have done really, but we did. We just need another another result like that to get us up and running. Really, it, it's almost like we just sort of stumbled to a stop, and we've had a lot of bad Novembers. Uh, dodgy November, we used to call it, when you know we always seem to fall apart in November every single season. Uh, but now it's just a case of. We've unfortunately led it on to December. Uh, I mean, what Dwayne's saying now, January players will come in. Just hope it isn't too late. See, that's the problem. What It depends on how much money Arteta has got to spend. And it depends on how much money the, the club will give him to spend. Because there's, there's two ways of going about it now. We don't want to be spending big money 
on players in January and big wages with long-term contracts and them to flop because then that screws us in the summer. And if the right player can't be bought at that stage, it may be a case in January they might have to do a few intelligent loan deals, both with players leaving us and with players joining us. But who knows? They, like I say, they must have a plan. Because this has been obvious. The, the, the people that we're missing and the, the one key player that we're missing and the one key position we're playing, we're missing, we've all known about it since, you know, since the end of the summer transfer window. So they must have a plan to get a player in. And if they, if they haven't got a plan to get a player in, why aren't they playing Smith-Rowing players like tonight? Why aren't they playing them from the start? I just don't understand it. Anyway, thank you everybody for joining us, or joining me rather. Uh, not sure what's going to happen Boxing Day. Uh, worst, worst case scenario, I'll come on and talk for 10 minutes. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining me and uh, up the Arsenal. Ooh.